Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Monday, August 23rd, 2021. Topics on today's episode include the Western Secondary Conference in Orange County, the latest from Fannie and Freddie, and why peak growth concerns over the economy are abounding. Today's episode is sponsored by ActiveComply a social media monitoring and website archival platform built by the mortgage industry for the mortgage industry. ActiveComply makes it easy for the financial industry to manage social media compliance of institutions and employees. The cloud-based solution for mortgage lenders, banks, and credit unions to help them engage with social media safely and meet compliance and archival requirements. Lenders can easily find and monitor loan officer social media from one unified platform, scan for profile compliance, monitor post content, and easily export for examinations. Active Comply. Compliance covered. Fires in California, floods in Tennessee, hurricanes in New York, COVID hospitalizations seemingly everywhere written up by the press. The fun never ends. Here in Orange County, at the California MBA's Western Secondary, the talk in the hallways is focused not so much on huge shifts, because it looks like Fannie, Freddie, FHA, and other programs will be with us for a very long time, but on fine-tuning operations to drive down the cost and time in processing a loan. Sure enough, Stratmore's operations workshops indicate appraisals were the biggest pain point. Data shows that 60 days is the new must-hit turn times on refinances, whereas last quarter it was 90 days. Stratmore's anecdotal findings indicate that either borrower expectations are shifting due to changing economic and pandemic-related factors, or the collective ability of lenders to close faster is reshaping borrower expectations. For the links to those stories, as well as the latest on jobs, hirings, and transitions, and lender and broker products and services, visit robchrisman.com. Fannie and Freddie, always moving. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac just updated the Uniform Appraisal Dataset, UAD, Frequently Asked Questions Discussing Key Benefits of the Uniform Appraisal Dataset and Forms Redesign, the Project Scope, and more. Starting September 18th, lenders can use borrowers' positive rent payment history in desktop underwriter to increase homeownership opportunities for more renters. Fannie Mae's new FAQs will help lenders understand how to use DU's latest innovation. Yes, single-family lenders, with permission for mortgage applicants, can automatically identify recurring rent payments in the applicant's bank statement data to deliver a more inclusive credit assessment. For qualified renters who may have limited credit history but a strong rent payment history, Fannie Mae's DU enhancement creates new opportunities for homeownership while promoting safe and sound lending. Only consistent rent payments will be considered to improve eligibility. Any records of missed or inconsistent rent payments identified in the bank statement will not negatively affect the applicant's ability to qualify for a loan sold to Fannie Mae. Visit the Fannie Mae newsroom for the complete story. Traders and investors spend their days watching, in addition to general economic trends, price and yield differences between various securities. The spread between 5- and 30-year Treasury securities has held below 1.2 percentage points for almost two months. This lack of volatility, arguably, signals that investors are confident they have correctly assessed the Federal Reserve's near-term moves on controlling inflation and adjusting asset purchases. Comforting. The narrative last week was the concern of financial markets over speculation the global recovery will lose momentum as central banks begin to reduce support measures. The Delta variant continues to draw headlines as case counts and hospitalizations are back at recent highs, 
and in some places, intensive care beds are at full capacity. While it remains to be seen if this will adjust consumers' behaviors, some service data, such as seated diners and TSA checkpoint counts, suggest that some services plateaued in July. Retail sales fell 1.1% in July as consumers pulled back on goods spending. The shift from spending on goods to spending on services has been expected by many economists, although sales data is reported in nominal dollars and not adjusted for inflation in the manner of GDP reporting. Looking ahead, markets will need to digest news coming from the Fed's virtual annual symposium where officials are expected to discuss reducing monetary support while avoiding a taper tantrum reminiscent of 2013. Dallas Fed President Kaplan said on Friday that he does not know whether asset purchases are helping the labor market. The Fed speaker calendar is light until later this week when the Kansas City Fed Economic Policy Symposium, Macroeconomic Policy in an Uneven Economy, gets underway in Jackson Hole starting late Thursday, with Chair Powell expected to speak on the outlook Friday morning. The gathering of the world's top central bankers and economists is traditionally scrutinized for hints on upcoming policy changes. Fed watchers will be looking for any signals about tapering its asset purchases and the outlook for the economy. This week's economic calendar includes updates on market PMIs, regional Fed surveys, housing, durable goods, GDP, with PCE prices to close the week. We are already out of the gate with the Chicago Fed National Activity Index for July. Later this morning brings August market PMIs and July existing home sales. Today's purchase schedule sees the desk in for up to $4.4 billion across 30-year 2% and 2.5%, followed by 15-year 1.5% and 2%. The desk will release a new two-week purchase schedule Thursday afternoon, covering August 27th to September 14th. We start the week with agency MBS prices off a few ticks and the tenure yielding 1.27% after closing last week at 1.26%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. A friend of mine plays piano in a local restaurant. One night I listened to him play Send in the Clowns, one of my favorite songs. As he finished, a woman approached him. Can you play Send in the Clowns? She asked. My friend shook his head sadly and replied, Apparently not. (laughs) Thanks again to Active Comply, making social media monitoring simpler, more compliant, and at a lower cost. Schedule a 30-minute demo or request a free compliance report for your company. Visit ActiveComply.com to learn more about the system features and download their free social media compliance cheat sheet for LOs today. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at RobChrisman.com. Visit RobChrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.